33. Tell me something good. Everybody you know, they tell me life don't come with no manual, so we're going to take it a day at a time. Man, by the time you got here, man, light your cigar, do whatever you got to do. Get comfortable so we can get this game going. Oh, shit, what do you need to come out? Man, just hold your man, man. That's all you got to do. Play some defense. You're too late, man. Domino, game. Good day. My good people, we're going we gonna to tap in live one time. I just want to let y'all know where y'all at. You're now on the Good Days, Great Night Podcast. We just vibing. I got one of my good people here. Got a rule of thumb. We don't really ask them how they how they got here until after we get to know a little bit more about them. We'll get their name in a minute. We just want you to kind of know them, know them off their soul. So I got one of my good boys. He's a Cleveland native, you know what I'm saying? One of my good partners. Been down with me for a good little minute, kind of been helping me shoulder the storm of this whole thing we call fatherhood and just life in general. I'm always able to pick his brain, brother. How you doing, my guy? You doing all right? It's all good. It's good? Glad to be here, baby. Hey, man, that's all that's, that's all that matter. Okay, so just so that people can know, we'll get your name in a minute, like I said. But I do this thing in, when I was working in, you know, in the whole customer service field where in order to know a person, I had to ask them a question. So I'm going to ask you just a few questions. We're going to just kind of vibe, and we'll let it, we'll let it lead it how it, needs to, how it needs to lead around. But I want you to understand something that's just more or less to understand you as a person. So when you look at people, they have different feelings and different colorings of different things. So Cleveland natives, so me and you jump in the car right now, and you don't know me and I don't know you, but you got I got to get to know you. And I, how long it take to get from here to you know here to Cleveland? What are we looking at? So one correction, I'm from Mansfield. Okay, well, it's my okay. Fault, my fault. Ohio. It's, it's, so Mansfield, yeah, yeah, Mansfield is a big yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah you it's, know, it's a lot of OGs. Real, they yeah, take that real serious. Yeah, I, I got to rep my city real well. But you know, well, you know AKA the field. But Cleveland is about 50, 60 minutes okay. from where I'm at. Okay, but, so, know, so from check, Mansfield. So check this out. I give you that, and I will give you your flowers in the sense of that because here in Kansas City, they kind of real big on KCK versus KC yeah. Missouri. We just look at it a big melting pot anyway. So Cleveland is a big melting pot as well as Mansfield, but it made you who you are today, right? Sir. All sir. right. So we jumping up. We're going to Mansfield. We're leaving out right now. I need five songs. We're going to listen to these five. Your five songs and my five songs is going to play the whole trip. Okay. But these five songs are going to tell me who you are at this moment. Don't overthink it. Don't underthink it because it'll make sense in a minute. Just when you give me, you know what I'm saying? When you give me a vibe of what it is. So if you got those five songs, what would they be? You know, we in the field, man. We about to get on uh, 71 uh, North, headed to Cleveland. Um, I'm going to come out. You know, it depends. You know, I'm a little older than you. So uh, I, I'm, roll, I'm rolling um, with uh, UTFO. You call okay. want to be with me. Okay. You know, we flipping it. You know, we on our way to to the big to the big C. And um, we're going to roll out with um, next. We're going to. Roll into some um, Houdini. Okay. Um, you know, we're going to start popping that One Love. Uh, that one Love. One that, love. Yeah. I, know that, I know that one. I do you know, know that one. We're going to pop that One Love. And then, you know, halfway between there, we're going to start vibing. And we're going to start uh, decompressing. Okay. Uh, you know, the little the little trip. It's, <clears throat> it seems like so much happens in that hour uh, going to Cleveland. We're going to go over to uh, 
Kenny Atman's Babyface. Okay. What song is it? Is it the vinyl joint? Is it is it the live? We're, we're, what we're doing? We're gonna go back and we're gonna toggle back between the vinyl and and that's Kenny Edmonds. Okay, you know, Babyface. Talk that talk. Cleveland native. Okay, Ohio boy. Okay, six one four. I'm a four one nine. You understand? So it's like that connection is always there. Uh, we're gonna go off of uh, two occasions. Uh, two occasions gonna come on uh, that whole. Between the summer and the fall, Ohio has some a good ambiance, uh, rides, and uh, like I said, ambiance and views. When we in the car and we listen to the music, we about to go see family and friends. So I'm definitely gonna put on uh, two occasions. Okay, definitely gonna slow it down. Might have a little shorty with me. Who okay. knows? I don't know. Uh, okay, so we had three, right? So, we had three. So you need two more. We had, we had three. So, so what's the, what's the other two? Talk to me about these other and, two. And um, the other two, man, you know, we we taking a ride, man. We just gonna come current, and uh, we gonna loop it out with some jazz. Okay. And uh, we are gonna put some Najee. Okay. Uh, I bet you don't know what's going on. That's it. Is that like off the first project, or that's like? No, that's, that's one of those the originals. Like one of the originals. Yeah, those one of the originals. Like the old dusties. Okay. That's, that's one of the old dusties. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> and you know, man, it's like, ah, oh, man, you making me put this into like a complicated, uh, it's supposed to be for a, 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 a complicated expression. Um, we'll go back to, uh, you know, Najee, uh, just to kind of leave from hip hop lyrical content to uh, lyrical uh, content from. R&B, slow music, but then you go to, during this ride, you go to music with no words. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, I think that's a great expression, too, uh, while I'm in this ride. Yes, sir. And then the last one, you know, man, is the hard one right there. We got we got a ride, though, so you got to give me that one. Um, Gave me the melodic vibe. I'm going up and down. You didn't took me on the flight, so where would you put me that last one? Um, you know, man, I'm just, uh, I, 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 I'm going to leave you. Uh, last or not, man, it's a tough one. I ain't gonna, hey, I ain't gonna fool with you. Hold on, you know, I ain't gonna fool with you. It, yeah, think, think about, about it, it you know, because we about to get out the car. It's, we have it's, it's designed to get you there, but I, but this is the thing whether it was me sitting with you or yeah. Shorty sitting with you and she wanted to know who you was, right? That's what you want to do. If you want to know your past, if you want to know where you are in your, in your mental state right now, that's uh, why. Daz, I think it's Daz Band, okay? Listen to your heart. So, so check this out. That's like a uh, heartbeat. Yes. So, you know, that's that's crazy that you said that because my youngster, my youngest, man, he's uh, he's two. Erickson's two, man, and he's a great kid, man. Great, and smart, intelligent. But that's one of his favorite songs as a two-year-old, bro. Wow. So, like, when I talk about, like, he don't call it nothing else but heartbeat. He say, Daddy, play heartbeat. Yeah. So you imagine a, two, a two-year-old singing out their heart to heartbeat, and it takes him on a, you know what I'm saying, on a, on a, a roller coaster himself because he just be so... When that beat come in and it drop, he's super excited. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. that's 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 crazy how the generations keep kind of going back and forth and running around. So that's that's a vibe right there. Well, I appreciate it. You know, it's uh, at the end of the day, uh, everything is all encompassing. Meaning, it got to come back from the heart. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's something um, in the dynamics of you raising your son. He's felt your heart, right? Through, through, the the soul, through the soul and words of the music that's your cool. playlist. That's cool. So we got five songs. We got Daz Band. We got Babyface. 
Yeah, two occasions. We got some uh, Najee. We got Jazz. Yes, no words. No words. No words. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that here in just a second. Houdini, one love, one love. That's what that's so that's that's basically what we at in the sense of like showing love and just getting love back too, though, huh? Yeah. Okay, and then the, the first one. What was the first one? Uh, UTFO. UTFO. That's like Cole. Want to be with me? Want to be with me? Yeah. That that's that's more of a. Is it a bop? Is it it's a, a bop. It's, it's a bop. Okay. You know, I was raised off that bop. I was raised off of that. You know, when it come in, um, just the drums and the beat. Um, you know, they were saying a lot about who they wanted to choose or who was choosing them. But it goes beyond relationship. It, music is all a melodic melody anyway, bro. So when you when you hear a song, just because you hear a title, you you feel a title. Um, it's it's all melodic melodic melodies, meaning okay. you're going to hear something from the words that mm-hmm. they've written. It's gonna hit you a different way. Okay. So this song has always been a bop. It's been you get in the car, we ride. You know, that's what I kind of do. Okay. So I, I I definitely get that, and the reason why I ask people this about the five songs, and I, I make it five, man, because sometimes it's so hard to pick two and threes because you got to think about it in different points in your life. You've been in different places. So when you're looking at that and you're looking at different songs make you feel a different kind of way. They make you see different colors, like I was saying. So that bop makes you feel good. It's, yeah. it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling, right? Yes, sir. So when you're dealing with the world, okay. you need that bop to make you feel good. You see what I'm saying? When you go into the whole Houdini thing, you're really trying to express to the world that be happy what you got. You got that one love. How the song go, right? So you're really expressing to the person that's riding with you, I'm really a loving person, you know, and I'm, I'm grateful for what I have and what I've been through to get me to, you know, saying whatever. Would you agree? I agree. Okay, and then you said who? You said so. We said Houdini, and we got we got the first one was a bop, and we went Babyface, right? So that's 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 uh that's fall, summer. That's uh, spring. That's summer. fall. That's fall, summer. That's summer, fall. Uh-huh. Um, there was a radio station in Ohio called WZAK. Okay, dopest radio station. To the day. To this day. Stand on it. Oh, man. 93. 93.1. <laughs> WZAK. Lynn, Tolliver, Rob Poole. Shout out to all them. Okay. Um, in my early childhood life and and being a dude from the field and uh-huh. a small town. We didn't have nothing during that. We didn't have internet. Okay. Um, the biggest thing we had was we had three-way at that time. Okay. Okay. So we had something um, nightly called the For Lovers Only okay. uh, show. So, you know, when the dudes, uh, you know, when we was getting our game on, you know, you know, all the shorties was, uh, surrounded around WZAK 93.1, um, listening to For Lovers Only. So that was radio and that form of communication. Now, um, WZAK, shout out to them, kind of was like the cultivator Mm -hmm. of that musical vibe Mm -hmm. and sound for Ohio. Gotcha. Um, you know, so that's when Kenny, um, was somewhat laced, uh, you know, just um, his expression and his lyrical content, how he write, how he created um, his expression of his experience of relationships through songs. As a young dude coming up, um, to me, it was like the dopest and the most, um, yeah, the most dopest expression uh, a young kid like me can express himself when I'm hollering at different females mm-hmm. because his words were so catered towards respect. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Um, wasn't anything derogatory. Uh-huh. It was all about um, how can I, you know, encouraging or being a part of sponsoring um, the girl that you was basically. Babyface was so cold. Um, like I said, two occasions. Some quick lyrics. A summer love is beautiful, but it's not enough to satisfy emotions that are shared between us. A okay. winter love is cozy, but I need so much more. It just intensifies my wants to have a love that endures. Come on, you got to understand, man. That's the coldest. You got to no, understand. That's, 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 so, so look, so look. So reason why you look at that, man. So now we, like I said, you out the car, you sing with the person, and, and now they can build and understand you. In the in the, in your heart's feel right now as a single as a single man, yeah, single black man, but a yeah. single man, yeah. you know, first and foremost a man. So we yearn for that, for that love, right? Mm-hmm. We learn, we yearn for that understanding of what love really looks like, right? Yeah, um, yearning could be. Uh, it could be misunderstood. Okay. It could be misunderstood sometimes because it places a man into a thirst trap of he has issues okay. um, or his desire to have love. Um, based does that is that something that you think some days in, in the time that we're living in now are we racing to love uh, for the ideal to be there or are we are we racing to love. To actually stay there as a man, do you think that, that that do you think that you see yourself racing and being truly vulnerable at your, at your state where you are now compared to how you were as a young pup? Do you feel like now you're better, or do you feel like uh, when it finds me, it just finds me? You know, um, I would have to say that there's a cultural gap. I'm mm-hmm. a little older. Yeah, you know, I just hit that fifty piece. A couple Congratulations, days. bro! That's that's a big deal right there, you know, man. Just hit that fifty. That's piece. a big deal right there to be fifty, man. Some people don't see sixteen, let alone seventeen. The way we live in America right. nowadays. So I just hit that fifty piece, and so it was different. The reason why I, 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 these lyrics are ingrained from my culture, and I'm trying to integrate them into the culture mm-hmm. because it was an expression. It, these love wasn't a fallacy. Love wasn't a yearn. It was these words created a realistic picture of what love is. Right. Versus what I believe the gap is now is extremely gassed up on what love isn't. Um, right. This erotic, perverted expression of love to some of the young homies, young G's that write to some of the, to their culture, to their demographic of women. That's in their age group. I'm just saying, we had a Kenneth Babyface Evans that was solicitly empowered to express himself to the male and female how we should be bonding together. Right. And I know that sounds, it might even sound, um, what is he talking about? But this, you know, this is like, this is who I am. This is what I am. Right, right, right. But I don't think it, it takes nothing away from you. So it takes nothing away from what you're talking about and how you're speaking. It's just showing that we're different in different things. So before we go any further, now that we got the music out of the way, I want you to introduce yourself. 
Tell them a little bit about who you are. You, you got to tell them about this thing we call Chasing Sunsets. Okay. Just just give them a give them a backstory on who you are as a person or whatever. You forgot my Najee, but I let you go. I did I, I did forget the Najee, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna, gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna we're lose gonna, back. We'll circle back around on Najee. You no, know, um, this expression through these three song five songs um, is is a brief synopsis of me. I'm a my name is Daryl. Most call me D. Okay. Um, uh, we already established with fifty. Yeah, just hit that fifty piece. Children, um, uh, ch- four children, um, three adult. Um, my youngest is fourteen and a half. My oldest is twenty seven. She just turned twenty seven on the twenty ninth. I'll turn fifty on the twenty eighth. My twenty, my twenty, my twenty third. My my middle son turned twenty three on the twenty ninth. Okay. So Dorian and Darius turn uh, uh, twenty seven and twenty three. On the 29th, and Pops turned, hit that 50 piece on the 28th. And my oldest son, Darian, turned 24 on January 8th. I know it's crazy, but three of my kids, we all Aquarius, but that's the bond that was created. That's how the. Yeah, that was that, in the cards. That was in the cards. That's in the cards, man. That's in the cards. Um, that's crazy. Um, who am I? What am I? It, it's real quick, bro. I'm real and authentic. Okay. That's That's. that's that's me behind the name, real, comma, authentic. It's two, two, two attributes. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So tell us about the Chasing Sunsets, man. What you got coming down the pipeline? Tell you, man. I got this thing called Chase and how it started and everything. I appreciate it. Paint the picture for. I'm gonna paint the picture. So, um, shout out to uh, my little young G, uh, aka uh, Warrior, uh, Kev Norris Jr. He was a millennial. He played uh, a big high school quarterback. From D. Lysel in Detroit, Michigan, uh, got recruited by Urban Meyer, at Bowling Green University. Played under Coach Carr at the University of Michigan, and uh, we kind of ran into each other uh, by the cars, by the universe, divine interaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had uh, he knew people from my time I went to college that went to his church. Long story short. Uh, Kev was like, you know, OG, man, you got a lot to say. You really do. And uh, he's like, once you get out here on Instagram and kind of express yourself. And I didn't know what, I didn't even know how to express myself. I know I didn't want to be seen. You didn't want to be in the front? I didn't want to be in the front. Okay. I didn't want to be seen. I, I, I felt like, I mean, you know, just coming into this whole inter, in, uh, social media world and social media Hype is a very visual expression against my DNA of being real and authentic. And um, I felt like the better version of my life where it had um, became, I, I lived in landscapes. I loved the ambient views of a sunrise and a sunset. It was healing. It was uh, a part of my whole breakthrough of how I move and Express myself spiritually. So long story short, um, I just started snapping pics, bro. I started snapping pics, and there it is. Uh, I ran into um, Eric Jerome Dickey, and he hollered mm. at me a little bit. Uh, I was able to um, share my ideas, and he was like, you know, you have a book. This will be a great path for you to take. He says, what you need to do is... He says when he was uh, 
writing books, he would go to the city and he would embody himself into the character. And he was like, won't you just go throughout the city, get on the, the bus or, you know, get in the transportation system here and just go downtown and be there for hours and just see the homeless person and see the, the urban landscapes and just see where you are and what you're trying to express. So I did that and I just started snapping sunrises, sunsets, and I started writing every day as a journal. Um, and it was hashtag chasing sunsets and long story short, um, it just developed into a brand or an expression of being real and authentic, um, that God is my only source. Right. And from that source, I reflect him through the sunrise and sunset. It's like this, bro. Everybody go through something every day. Right. All right. True. Okay. You're going to go through something, but these images is a, uh, a realistic, imagery that there's something sustainable beyond your current struggle. And these images of the sunrise and sunsets that God started allowing me to see started healing me and helping me to know that even how bad it is between sunrise and sunset, there's a higher power, the only power. Right. Was, so, so when you're looking at it in a, in a self and thing of self healing and everything like that with the sunsets, I know it got to be great as well when other people kind of write you and they let you know and they tell, like, tap back and their feedback is that it's healing them too. Right. So I started getting um, messages in my DMs like, you know, I'm OG now, man. So I'm, I'm getting young, 26-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds. Um, are you a photographer? And, you know, asking me, you know, what do I do? And it was like your messages um, through your imagery is healing. And uh, so I started getting the affirmation that what I was creating was helping. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that became a part of now the journey and the brand uh, called Chasing Sunsets, a book, uh, a podcast soon. Mm -hmm. um, you know me, bro. You know, my yeah. vibe with music is, is uh, yeah, it, yeah, you know, yeah. so I'm planning to create my own Chasing Sunset music, the whole vibe. Mm -hmm. So that's basically it, man. So that's 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 dope, man, in the sense of that, man. So you definitely give a round of applause. It's crazy. You was just talking about uh, Edron Dickey, you know, being that he passed earlier this year, yeah. man. When you look at that and you look at his legacy and the food for thought that he gave you and he he was giving you your flowers early on and y'all yeah. was having those conversations, but he was also giving you a baseline of what to do. Yeah. A lot of times we don't give those baselines to everybody. We hold them to ourselves. The next generation is no good. The current generation and current people around you are no good. So when you have that information, it's important that you get it out. So do you think that now in the age that you're at now and in place, not even age, you're able to change your legacy with the whole chasing sunset thing in you being who you are as a person and as a dad, like, do you think that you're going to be able to leave your legacy stamp on the world to make it better than it was when you got it? I'm going to put it like this. My son, anybody who has kids mm -hmm. know that they are the most honest, authentic voice. Yes, sir. To your, yeah, to who you are. 
versus what you ate. Right, 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 right. Because right. you'll be in the car with them and they'll tell you that, that note you singing ain't yeah, right. Yeah, that ain't right. <laughs> you know, Dad, you need to let that go. Don't put right? that outfit on. Don't do this. Um, I knew that my reach was going deep into hearts of people when it reached my, at this time, 12-year-old. Okay. Desi. All right. And I looked down on my um, Instagram, and he sent me a comment. Mm -hmm. And he said, Dad, I love you. He said, your imagery, I actually have it. I have to send it to you. Mm -hmm. He He said, Dad, I love you. Your imagery of the sun's rise and sunsets really help and heal me. Uh, I could see you one day, Dad, being a photographer. <laughs> so now we gotta go get the we gotta get the camera and get it ready, just because so, he, he painted the picture for yeah. it. So when I when I heard the innocence of my child, who was very real, you know, Desi, he ain't yeah. gonna pull no punches. He right, real right. raw dude. He not gonna he not he, he a lot like me. He gonna be real and authentic. Um, but when he when I saw my reach was going into the next generation and my son's a part of that and I was touching my own family, mm-hmm. I felt like I really was on to something. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So in the sense of that, man, how do you balance this thing called life? So we living in a place where you you're chasing sunsets, you're 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 putting your stamp on the world with you know, with you as work. You at work what two thirds of the time, if not more. Uh you gotta provide. You got to make sure your kids get a balance of you and you got to get a balance of yourself and you got to keep your sanity because between COVID and life and everyday struggles that we go through, sometimes I think that we lose sight of what's important to us. So how do you balance this thing called life? You know, man, I'm going to go back to what I precursor. Mm -hmm. You got to be real and authentic. And, and I, I, I know I'm repeating myself, but those that, those are imperative um, attributes right. that I work on every day, right? Right. But you don't have to you, practice that in the mirror, though, right? Well, let me tell you what I'm saying, though. Mm-hmm. You got to learn how to say no. That's okay. that's the balancing act. Because I've told myself, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be authentic. Okay. And when I gave myself and the leverage to my life, like... When you carry a certain influence right. and you carry a certain presence that is contagious, such as chasing sunsets, and you 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 moving people towards something that they're not seen yet, right. this type of imagery. In the midst of all that, if I don't have time to create, to maintain my spiritual formation, or how I maintain my spiritual formation... That can only be done, that balancing act can only be done through telling myself no and telling others no. Right. That's how I do it. That's what keeps me real and authentic. That's what keeps everybody on the same um, playing field of living with inside this delicate balance called life. That's how I do it. Right, right, right. That make, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. And then I think we've had some conversations when we kind of sitting around with the rest of the fellas and the conversation has been that sometimes you got to change your friends on the playground. Yeah. So, you know, you, that was like one of the cool, <laughs> the coolest quotes I ever heard somebody appreciate say. It. Or, I appreciate it. You know, it. we just sitting around joking yeah. and playing, but yeah, we were. the same sense of it, 
it was definitely uh, important to hear. So, like, just explain that to me in the sense of that. Like, that sounds like that's helping the balance as well as the saying no. I like how you segue. So, me to put like this 33 is like we did. That was a good time, too. Um, changing, you got to recess is an important part. I call it recreation. Gotcha. They don't call it recreation no more. You know, but we, we all got to recreate. Right. And everybody going to recreate in some type of way. That's going to be different than everybody. Some, right. some people golf. Some people smoke cigars. Some people meditate. Some people do other, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yoga. Right, right. But the problem is between recess and recreation, you can still have people playing. Right. While you recreate. Gotcha. All right. Meaning, well, I'm at recess. I'm at recess. I'm done playing. Right. You know, I, I, I want to I wanna rest. Right. You know, I was that dude that I didn't burn up my gym playing basketball, sweating to go to six, six period. I was that dude trying to rest and rebound, preparing for the rest of the day. Got you. Got you. That makes okay. sense. That makes so sense. the quote, when we was talking tonight, I was talking about sometimes you got to change your partners or your friends during recess on the playground mm-hmm. to recreate properly. That's all I was trying to say. Gotcha. And so I've done that. It creates, look, man, life's all about, life's all about if you don't have the ability to leave, if you don't have the ability to drop stuff, then I don't know if you have the ability to leave. Right, right. You know, even on a, you know, if you want to flip it a little bit about, you know, we can go to the Bible, you know, leave and cleave to your wife, the wife, the husband cleaves to the wife and the wife cleaves to the husband. Right. I mean, the whole point of premise with any spiritual formation, somewhere you're going to have to isolate and leave something to begin something. Right. That's where that whole concept of, um, you got to change your friends on the playground because I don't need a mind like, man, we always evolving. We always evolving. We always changing. But people get connected or from, here's a word I've been dealing with lately is they get familiar with where you were. Right. 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 And then I would always say over familiarize and they get stuck. Oh, that's real. It's it's like you get stuck. Yeah, man. It's 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 uh you get familiarized, you get stuck, you get content with whoever, what we ever we was doing at that time, and then whenever you trying to say, Man, I, I wanna do some things differently now. I don't wanna go down hundred nineteenth, you know, here in OP. You know, I wanna take thirty five. I just I just wanna go another way. Right, I don't, I don't, I don't right. wanna take hundred nineteenth before thirty five. I want I want to take 35 to get back over to 435 East, right? Mm-hmm. So when you do that, and I've done that, um, I realize that it's friction mm-hmm. because people get comfortable of where you were with them. And now, man, I hit this 50 piece. I'm like driven to make no my priority. That makes sense. That makes sense. I can dig that, and I think that that's crazy because I heard a man one day he was a uh, he was talking, and uh, they were doing a um, 
one of the pastor, he was getting put inside of a church or whatever. It was a, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but he was getting ready to take over the church and he was going to be the new pastor in service. Okay. And so in the in service, one of the guys stood up and said, it was a great, it was a great deacon. And he was like, man, uh, when you see him, he, a lot of people have to leave and come back for you to see who they really are. And he blew my mind and it always stuck with me because it was like, he's like, people are going to always see you as that little kid you were or that young man you were. Even when you're changing, even when you're involved and even when you're kind of going back and forth within your own thoughts, they're always going to see that. You see what I'm saying? And it's not until you come back around and now they have actually let you go. So you look at it in a sense of that and you look at it in a sense of like while they having a conversation it's like people hold you like a balloon near and dear close to them because they love the balloon. They want everybody to see they got the balloon. The little kids walking in the store, I got a balloon. Mister, I got a balloon. They don't know you from another, but they don't want to let the balloon go for the fear of it going out of, out of hands reach. So I think that that's dope. And I think when you said taking a different route home, a lot of times we take the same routes because that's the route we was taught firsthand. Right. So when you tell somebody how to get to your house, you can only tell them how to get there one way because the West, the way you tell them. But if you want them to get somewhere else, you gotta, you gotta tell them because you've, you've, you've got other options and you had to detour in life. Sometimes we have to detour in life and that teaches us different ways versus the ways that our parents may have told us. Uh, the OGs around you at your time, you know, coming right. up as a young pup, they gave you different guidance and different things. Some of it was useful, and some of it may went in one ear and out the other things, and some things come back around, like old Betty Wright, no pain, you know saying, no pain, no gain. When the lady talking to the young girl, it's things that we need that's intangible that we have to hold on to, and then we got to make our own way as well. So I definitely think that's dope that you that you said it like that. Yeah, I'm glad you... Uh you you heard my expression of it because that's basically all I was trying to say. Yeah, it's, it's nothing wrong with it. I think that's good, man. I think that where you're at and where where you're going, um, the the lift off has already begun way before me. So I think that now when I see my friend, when I get to see my friend, somebody that I look up to, somebody that I can kind of take direction to, that's going to tell me right from wrong. I think that that's amazing, bro. That you're that you're going in a placement of being your own person and being okay. Um, just, but, but still, you know, the baseline of all of it is that you have an understanding of God. Yeah. And, you know, we, people back and forth of religion and what type and who serves this right. and serves that. That's not my job to pick and choose right. that. I know what I believe and I know what you believe now. And, and I think it's great that we can always hang our hat on something, whether it's the law of attraction, whether it's God at all being energy, energy being from a higher power. It has to come from somewhere. So I think that that's great, man. I think it's really been great just sitting here kind of vibing with you, man. I kind of want to ask you a question. Um, in a sense, it's like one of my last few questions that I got. And then we'll just kind of do some memories and some things like that. And you can kind of, you can kind of tell them how, you know, how we became and kind of lock in and, and tell them where 33 come from. Okay. You know what I'm saying? In that sense of it too. 33. But, uh, we definitely going to go to that, but emergency contacts, right? So say you work on a company, right? And you've been on this company for five days, five years, 50 years. You see what I'm saying? And you got to go in there and you got to go to HR and they say, well, if anything is to happen to you, who do we contact? Okay. Right? Right. Who's your emergency contact these days? Uh, my emergency contact these days, man, is my son, Darius. Okay. That's my emergency contact. Uh, my son, um, um, just a quick little snippet about this, you know, my 
Darius was the middle son, mm-hmm. and uh, the whole trend that comes from the, the middle son getting overlooked. Yeah, you know, outside of the large family I had, right, right. you know, you know, during that time, um, was raising the kids, um, and man, you never know. It's really true, bro. You, 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 you know, the one that's overlooked sometimes is always. The water brook at the end of the day. That's true. That's true. And I'm a middle the, child. I'm a yeah, middle child. Okay, then. So you you understand. It, it yeah. resonates. It ain't as bad as they make it out. Oh, so oh, right, right, I'm right. going to be tripping that hard, but I'm going to go ahead. But, man, his dynamics and his um, now as a uh, a grown man and our relationship. Yes, sir. Is the, everything about my life. When it does get chaotic, he's that calm and force. Mm-hmm. And he's the emergency contact. Okay, and so the reason why I asked this, man, because I think, um, and I'm going to tell you, it wasn't until recently that I had to change one, and uh, some people say, well, it should be your spouse, it should be your mother or your dad, and in your situation, it's your son. Um, I think when we're going through this thing of emergency contact, they'll be the one to kind of push you over into the, the legacy part of it, and they'll be able to handle all your affairs. But I asked the question because if it was to change tomorrow and he no longer was your emergency contact, have you prepared another person in your circle, you know, the people that you spend your life with, you spend your time with, to be able to step into that, that ranking as well? You know, the next person to come to my mind would be my boy, um, a.k.a. L.A. Yeah. My boy Joe. Right, right, right. I know Cool Joe. Cool Joe. L.A. is... Uh, um, you know, Darius is my blood son family. Gotcha. But there is still a spiritual connotation when God makes friendship um that is real and authentic. Right, right, right. There we go. Real and authentic. That's it. And uh he definitely my emergency contact. Okay. And like I said, and it's just more or less to kind of teach people as well to always have more than one person that you can depend on in certain situations. Or we don't put our eggs in one basket with one person. And then, but, you know, if you was Kobe Bryant, you say, no, nah, put all eggs and then we can buy more eggs. We can make more eggs. But just trying to get you to understand that things do happen. And when they change, you got to be able to adapt to it. Right? Good stuff. So, so that's I think that's the biggest thing. So just to kind of give everybody your feedback or whatever, just kind of uh, you've been kind of walking through me through this whole thing as far as building this whole podcast up. So I want you to kind of, you know, just talk to him a little bit. Talk to my, talk to my family. This is my family. We're going to call them family from this day forward. They are now officially a part of the Good Days, Great Nights crew. That's been going on probably since, I say, 08, 09. Me and my partner's been kind of doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. But just tell them uh, a little bit about uh, the dynamics of the brotherhood that, you know, yeah. we've came to. I mean, it's easy. It's real easy. And I'm going I'm to break it down like this. Is that... You know, no accidents happen without value. It's, right. it's a quote I live by. Um, we was out, you know, in, in our circle and in, 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 in our recreation from our recess. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can <laughs> tell a few of us We recreate, <laughs> um, you know, at a place called Outlaws and we, 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 we decompress through cigars and, um, I kind of like, you know, been a part of this certain private circle. And it was one night, um, saw this cat. Um, and let me just precursor this. Men have to learn how to identify 
kingship in other men. Okay. And don't be threatened by that. Okay. And it doesn't matter if they're not your age. Yeah. Right? Right. So I just seen something on you that was different from your peers in your same age group. They know what it was, but just innately inside my spirit, I I just saw like, you know, this dude got, he different. I I, I saw some, you know, this is a real, this is a king. We're dealing with a king. So that whole connection went to this whole inertia 33. Okay. I think I think it was yeah, yeah, uh, I think yeah. it was your birthday. I don't hold that. I think it was your birthday. <laughs> so it was your birthday, right? And uh it was his birthday and uh I said 33 33 and it was his actual 33. That was your uh, 33rd birthday. 33rd birthday. But something from that was more of a cliche. It was a hashtag that was just authentically verbalized about my expression to you. Right. And then it just kind of like grew and stuck. And then like all things is um, it's an evolution. And 33 became 33. Right. And, you know, that that person is the um, the leader. Cultural, cultural creator, mm-hmm. friend, brother, right. uh-huh. you know, father. Gotcha. What's, you know, what's my what's my word you told me the other day? Panache? Is that how you say it? Ah, come on, man. Don't trip over <laughs> the big words, you know. <laughs> Tell the me fellas always want to talk about my vocabulary. You know? well, we, 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 I, I love that, but I, I had to I had to check myself because in the sense of this, this is new for me. Okay. To really allow people to give me yeah. my flowers. Look, I forgot that. So I'm out here vibing behind the scenes on the podcast and I'm, you know, mm-hmm. a lifting and raising consciousness, high consciousness about who you are. Right. And I said, hmm, he got this panache about himself. He got this, yeah. he got this crazy panache, yeah. right? I was jaded by the word. I was, <laughs> I was, I was clouded by the word it's because okay. I didn't, I didn't know. We don't know. So, so, so I was able to, to come to you as a man, as another okay. king to another king and say, hey man, explain it to me. Okay. Cause I wanted to understand the word yeah. before I used it in a yeah. sense and, and put it in my vocabulary because I was seeing it from one view on the way home. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So when you gave it to me, you broke it down, man. It was a, it was great. Um, also, the 33, man, uh, the name just kind of carried, man. Between that and them trying to trick me on all them songs, all right. listening to all that that BVD and, uh-huh. uh, you know what I'm saying, and the, the Troops, the... Uh, basic black man, y'all had me in there grooving that night, but it just took me back to my childhood, okay. my upbringing. Man, my dad played a lot of records. Man. Wow. He played a lot of. He was a DJ, wow. so when they when they called me Cool Breeze Al now, I laugh because that was my dad's name. When they groove, big groove, that was what they called him, Al okay. Groove. Okay. You know, say so okay. because he was just a cool cat in that sense groove. with the, with the music, man. So I think. It's cool to kind of see your your parents and you grow long term. And I remember after that, one day he was like, man, you think it's a coincidence that they call you 33? And I'm like, what? And I'm, I was in Atlanta at the time, man, wow. on some vacation stuff. And he went biblical on me, man. He's like, man, how, how long did God live? Wow. And he lived wow. 33 years, right? So they say anything after that is a blessing. And that's your time to give back to the world. What it's given you for 33 years. So now at 36, on my way to 37 here in September, representing for all the Virgos, you got to do that. So 
I think that this is my time to re uh, reinvent invent myself, but to really show my transparency of what the world is and what the world's giving me. And hey, let me just go back to that, bro. Go ahead. When you because <clears throat> the dash that comes after Panache, mm-hmm. as you evolve to your thirty seven from the thirty three, you have a different flair, right? Right, right. You have a different flair now. The your homies and your generation gonna say, "Oh man, he got a different swag." You right, know, right, he right. swagged out differently. Right. He swagged out differently. I put, I put what was in my heart, and not labeling you, because it's still a paradox. Because I'm not putting you in no box. Right, right. I just say how I best experience you. And how the world is going to get a piece of your renaissance. Right. You got a different flair. Right, right, right. The way you integrate, the way you talk, the way you listen, the way you vibe. No doubt, no doubt. I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate the whole thing. Just how we've been vibing and just kind of coming together as men and kind of doing it. And y'all let me in the group open arms, man, and really kind of took me under y'all wing. So that was dope. That was fly. Wow. You know, I didn't even realize we was doing that. But, but we was. Yeah, you were doing yeah, it. Yeah, we was doing yeah, it, bro. But it was so... It was so uh, it wasn't like it was a. Uh, it was unknowingly, man. It was just what yeah. it was because yeah, it was organic. Yeah, it was organic, and bro. I think you need those kind of groups and those kind of fellowships with men because nowadays men are so taught to be so strong and not be vulnerable in the sense of like, hey, I can let y'all let my guard down. Uh, when you're looking at people, sometimes they think that you can see what's going on inside them and their internal hurt, and you can't. So I think that when you get around a bunch of men that can open up and allow you to see them in their truths, wrongs, rights, endeavors, whatever, and call you out on it, it's different. You know, I just finished a book a month, about about a two, three months back, uh, Way of a Superior Man, okay. a book club. Me and my guys, we got, and got together and was doing a book club. We're getting ready to start another book here soon. But the book was about the people that you're around, yourself as well, but having accountability to your shortcomings, your wrongs, your rights, what you do, your choices you make. And dictating your own future and standing in your own purpose. You see what I'm saying? So that book, to me, that's what I got from the book. So definitely um, mind-blowing, man. Um, it's been a great ride with all you all, you, all you cool cats, man. And I say cool because I ain't never seen nothing this side. Because it's like to understand that you can be around a group of men, about 10 to 20. Uh, a few ladies in there that, that do in the, indulge in the whole cigar world. And it's never been a fallout of no return. Right. That's a that's a different thing. I'm used to being around people that they'll they'll take off your plate when you look look the other way. In my generation, you know, I live in a I'm in I'm in the between of the microwave era and the oven era. And let me just say this: that's that's dope. That because you came in and it's it was already built beyond the. Um, I would call the every relationship has a hard spot. Correct. True. No matter. Right. You're going to have that talk with your boss. You're going to have that talk with your mm-hmm. peers at work. You're going to have that talk with your wife, your girl, whoever. You're going to hit a hard spot. Um, one thing that, you know, I worked in a couple companies since I've been out here, but Sprint had a policy called in the ethics department called not here, not ever. I never. I thought that was so dope. I never forgot about ethics, meaning 
Mm-hmm. Nobody was ever going to get so upset, right? That we're going to fight, right? In the network engineering room, right? Right. So I kind of adapted that um, peaceful, right, um, presence, and we all have Dion being the police, the sheriff, gotcha. Um, a not here, not ever ethics. Like we don't do that here, right? You can go here and do that. You go to Wingstop. You can go. We you know. Go, you can go. Yeah. You know, we not. <laughs> this ain't that. This ain't seventh in the queue. ACK. Ain't hating. But I'm That's just saying. Like, right and, there, and, man. And, and I'm just saying. But it, it was something that wanted to be. And he's what I'm saying. Real brotherhood is sponsorship and, and, and preservation. Meaning you're going to preserve and keep and hold it sacred. Mm-hmm. That what we are building and growing together. Gotcha. So that whole little piece I wanted to say about not here, not ever was what you were really, what you have experienced that, yeah, it ain't going to be here or ever going to be here. Mm-hmm. Just like that group. Right. And I think that, like I said, that's so dope, man. And I, uh, I really appreciate you for just coming and vibing with me, man. Um, right now, just kind of getting my feet wet in this whole podcast thing, man. I, I think it's going to be a good avenue for us to kind of deep compress and have those conversations and of course, as the outro say, like those uncomfortable conversations, they're needed for closure and growth, man, because a lot of times you don't know and you're fearful to ask because you don't want to offend nobody or you don't want to look like you're second nature or shortcoming of what people think that you're supposed to be or how you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to conduct yourself. It's a myth that says you're supposed to do everything this way, that way, this way, that way. Right. But you have to go through it. Right. You can't go around it. You can go over top of it, but you may fall through the cellar. If you try to go around it, the, the road's going to get a little longer. Go through it, and it makes you better. Um, so that's the point of this. So as you call me 33, my parents named me Alfred. You know, my homeboys call me Al. Um, when I was young, I wanted to be the teddy bear like Gerald LeVert. You know, I thought I was in that industry. Um, and I think that along the way, I've been okay with becoming me, whatever that looks like to anybody else, it's okay. And whatever that doesn't look like to anybody else, it's okay. Cause no longer can you put a perception of me on me through your eyes because my vision and your vision may be two different things and that's okay. And I think that that's the biggest thing that I want to give to people. Like this is not an answer of all answers. This is just something that a footnote to put in your life when you need answers and somebody say, well, so-and-so, so-and-so been through this before. Let me listen and see what he, what he, how he went through it. And I ain't saying that you're famous in your fan base now, but it'll continue to grow. But I don't, I want the fame of the others and all of that. will come later on. But I also want the everyday working blue collar person, the everyday working person that's working to a goal to obtain, to have those conversations with me and my friends. And we sit down and we talk. So that's the biggest thing right now. Um, as far as everything else, I think everything else is going great, man. I think uh, it's uh, it's blasting off at a good place. Uh, also, when you look at other podcasts, I want everybody to kind of you know give me some feedback on something to listen to. Right now, I've been kind of heavy on like I am athlete. You know, they they got a great one. Of course, Drink Champs has a great one. Um, let me see. Uh, I listen to a lot of them, man, the basketballs, the, the knuckleheads, some right. of the local ones here as well. I'm trying to get into them. 
Right. So I think that that's good, man. So, um, but I, you know what? T-Mobile took over the network, took over the whole telecommunication game because Sprint and Verizon thought they was the only one. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? What I'm telling you is that there's a variety out here, this whole podcasting. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, what you about to do and what's what's on your heart and the panache you bring in, you that T-Mobile. Gotcha. T-Mobile bought out Sprint. It ain't Sprint no more. It ain't Sprint no more. It's T-Mobile. I feel that from brother to brother to friend to friend that sometime when there's a real business need, you've identified, like, that's why there's multiple doctors. But there's one doctor that specializes in this medical need. Mm-hmm. I'm sensing and I'm saying, and I ain't blowing you up. I'm telling you, you have the panache you have this integrated insight to this podcasting soul alchemy that you're going to be the voice of change and reason towards a lot of complexities to the culture. Wow. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it, man. I, I definitely, like I said, I definitely can't, can't thank you enough, man, for just coming and sit with me, just vibe with me as we get ready to get up out of here, man. I um, just thank everybody for listening. Sure. For chiming in, chilling with Big D as he rode from Mansfield to Ohio. Uh-huh. Uh, but guess what? He said earlier, I forgot about Najee. I didn't forget about it. I need you to put your words on top of Najee. Um, so when I was saying this whole point of you talking is that song that he was playing, but this Najee was going to be the background music for your life story, which we just did right now. You see what I'm saying? So we just used Najee in the background because that's what would make you move through. You said music without words. Yeah, you the you the words to the muse of Najee. Uh-huh. You dig what I'm saying? So we're gonna definitely slap and get ready to slide up out of here, man, and uh, go do what we do. And uh, yes. definitely uh, look forward to you and the brothers coming coming again on a bigger scale. Um, anything else you got before we get up out of here? Give me a quote. Anything you got you want to take me away with? No, nope. no, oh, man. I, I I'm good, man. I wanted to say. Um, I'm excited for you. Yes, sir. And uh, you know, it's it's some good stuff coming, bro. No doubt, no doubt. So from me to you, uh, from my people to your people, uh, may we uh, continue to grow together, understand this thing called life. Uh, may we be uh, some direction to where you're going, and God be your seatbelt to where you where you need to be. There it is. Until um, the next time, as I tell everybody else, man, be cool, be safe. We're going to get ready to get up out of here. We're going to mob on out, man, and have a good time with it. So until the next time, see you later.
promise to tell the truth Nothing but the truth Tell it like it really is Don't hold back Don't hold back Uncomfortable conversations are needed For growth And closure Be real with it